Hello and welcome back to the Jones Chronicles. I'm your host, Christina. We are here to discuss a little news, a little gossip, and some random chatter or facts. In this case, I am going to stay up front that my voice all week has just been absolutely crappy. I am still getting over a cold sinus infection. I don't even know what to call it at this point. I'm not, you know, stocked up or anything like that, but I am, I am still dealing with a very raw throat and it doesn't matter how many, how many cups of tea, glasses of water, it does not want to heal. So if I sound a little bit different, I did listen to my last few podcasts and I think I sound like shit. So, uh, that is the reason why. So let's start with a little personal. I haven't really talked about myself in a while. I went down for my, my, I guess a cousin. He had a graduation. He finally graduated college. Not finally. It's not like he had like some sidetracks. He graduated college and I was so proud of him, but I'm like, holy shit. How did those 21 years go by? Cause I knew him from the moment he was a baby. But while I was down there, my mom did something. So I want to pull this question. I had a shirt on and it wasn't revealed. Actually, it was a dress. Yeah, I had this black dress on. Um, It was ridiculously hot outside and I have nipples of steel. So it doesn't matter how many garments, quite frankly, you put on me. If those if those suckers want to come out, they're coming out. They're going to poke through um through multiple layers but my aunt she recently went through um chemo for breast cancer so my mom comes up to me and she's like well can you wrap up in something to not show your boobs because that's insensitive to her and i thought really is that something people actually think or is this this just another uh case of my mom be really on one and it was like 90 degrees outside and and it was like 45 degrees in her beautiful home and mind you my aunt didn't say anything about my chest (laughs) but I, I just really thought that was either insensitive to me or insensitive or I was being insensitive so I wanna I'm gonna put that poll out there and you guys give me your opinion comment below or blackercouch at gmail.com because she just felt that I should not have my boobs on any type of display because that's a disrespect to people who have gone through breast cancer and I'm like well you it's not like you over here wrapped up like a gosh damn nun my brain just humbly reminded myself the last Jones Chronicles was all about me talking about my trip to London so I just said it's been a while since you guys have heard anything personal about my personal life (laughs) but there was this one hysterically comical moment because my brother ever since I've known him he has a tendency to to interpret what people are thinking or animals like babies not just people uh 
you know when they can't talk so he he makes up the words for them and my little niece Irie, she was she was be she was being something and i'm like your mama's coming right back come here and i got her to calm down for a little bit she was listening and then she just turned her back on me and walked away so our brother hysterically is like she talking a whole bunch of shit and he was saying all the things she probably was thinking like i'm gonna mess you up who do you think you are who you talking to so later on as the baby tries to go for this chair (laughs) that is empty it falls down on her and she has a little bit of a cry in my response you shouldn't have been talking shit all my siblings and my mom bust out laughing <laughs> even as she was being held in comfort <laughs> eventually she started laughing because she didn't know what everybody else was laughing about <laughs> just an insight into my familial life uh people who put their kids in front of glass cages where there's tigers or sharks and shit what the actual fuck go go bring all your white people with you because y'all niggas gotta exit right now i mean they put their kid in front of the tiger like bait and like oh you can't get to her you can't get to her and as you're watching this tiger you know desperately try to get its snack in your baby you're just filming like isn't this cool our superiority you fucking crazy man you sound insane do you realize that you should be medic how about we not taunt animals in their cages how about that because when one day babu or mustafa breaks that damn cage and rips your baby apart you're gonna be looking at the animal like it's his fault it's not stop that is some nars that is some fully type of existential that's that i can't find the right word right the word i was looking for was nihilist nihilistic I don't know where existentialism was going in there, but I finally rearranged the thoughts in my brain (laughs) to finish that sentence. And lastly, well, not lastly, you know how you dislike someone so much, you are consistently talking about them at work, but you assault your conscience by always like awarding them compliments and, you know, award pause points and shit is that a way to distend my guilt or am i just two-faced oh my god i feel like it's a little bit of column a and a little bit of column b you know because i genuinely do feel bad when i'm like oh every time you start to speak you're so fucking annoying but on the other hand i don't say that to them their face because I you know I like my job (laughs) finally lastly I'm starting to read this book called Sapiens it is already dropping bars 20 minutes in Uh, one of the statements that stuck with me is tolerance is not a sapiens trademark 
You are too different to ignore and too different to tolerate. Which led to our first ethnic cleansing. R.I.P. Neanderthals. I did it my way. That's all we need to say about my week. Let's jump into some news. Joe Biden joined the ever-growing list of Democrats, Republicans, political figures of office that have contracted COVID. His symptoms almost completely resolved, doctor says. And I still am wearing a very proud badge that says I have not gotten COVID. I don't know if that's worth being a noteworthy badge because I'm sure I'm sure there's a little bit of luck involved, but there's also a lot of stay in the fucking side. A gunman targeting homeless people fatally shot two men in Vancouver, British Columbia suburb and wounded two others before being shot and killed by police authorities said Monday. Evidence of the rampage was scattered around the bedroom community of Langley, including an overturned bicycle spilling persons, a person's possessions into a street and a shopping cart with someone's belongings. Such attacks are rare in Canada, which has strict gun laws. So this is what happens when you know, you got to copy your neighbor. Oh, these are so rampant. And because it's so rare in Canada, I can only, I can only conclude that America is like a virus. Let's hope it doesn't get over to, to England, to London, because that was the best thing I liked about them. Like, you know, I'm, I'm 10 times more likely to be shanked than I am to be shot. Pope Francis recently traveled to Canada and apologized to the nation's indigenous community for deplorable evil on Monday after mass graves were found under several schools. Quote, I ask forgiveness in particular for the ways in which many members of the church and of religious communities cooperated, not least through their indifference and projects of cultural destruction and forced assimilation promoted by the government of that time, which culminated in the system of residential schools, Pope Francis said during a speech to Canada's indigenous population. Quote, in the face of this deplorable evil, the church kneels before God and implores his forgiveness for the sins of her children. End quote. Uh... I think that that is very political of him. (laughs) I'm such an asshole. But I also feel that while it is something, I mean, that's, it's important to someone, right? Um, To get that apology, which he did conclude, quote, I humbly beg forgiveness for all the evil committed by so many Christians against the indigenous population or peoples. So an acknowledgement is something right (laughs) and while i can make jokes about it i'm sure that meant a lot to a lot of people five takeaways from the eighth hearing of the january 6th committee this week trump ignored a torrent of pleas to call off his supporters 
Trump never made a single call to law enforcement or the Pentagon. Through a range of witness testimonies, the committee demonstrated that Mr. Trump never reached out to the heads of any law enforcement or national security department or agency in the government to seek help in responding to quell the violence. Fox News footage, which Mr. Trump was watching from his dining room, showed how the Capitol Police were under siege, massively outmanned and struggling to repel the crowd, but the president remained unmoved. Members of Pence's Secret Service detail feared for their lives. Even the next day, Trump would not say the election was over. A day after the assault, Mr. Trump taped an address, but he still could not bring himself to say that the election was over. Outtakes from that address obtained by the committee showed an angry Mr. Trump telling the teleprompter operator to edit out the address a phrase about the election now being over his daughter Ivanka can be heard responding to some of Mr. Trump's edits quote but this election is now over Congress has certified the results end quote Mr. Trump said in the outtake he then stopped reading from the teleprompter quote I don't want to say the election is over I just want to say Congress has certified the results without saying the election is over okay Mr. Trump said but I will go down with this shit. And I won't put my hands up and surrender. Continuing more news regarding the January 6th committee. Josh Hawley cheered on January 6th in front of a large crowd and then he fled. Cheney underscores some of the most compelling evidence of this hearing. Trump knew that he was in control of his supporters, that he could compel them to set upon Congress, despite the fact that there was no evidence that he won the election. The condemnations are all coming from people who worked for Trump and liked him. And apparently even he and Fox News fell out of their friendship due to this uh, new emerging, emerging evidence. I don't know who needed to be convinced of this other than the people that for some reason weren't everyone else was pretty you know about <laughs> everyone with common sense and rationale this is not new news whatsoever but it is enough to get the republicans fighting while the rest of us just wonder how to get our fucking rights back you just want attention in ripley mississippi speaking of those rights quote all hail 50 points a man can be heard saying as a car speeds down a road filled with black children riding their bikes what the fuck is wrong with you as a person investigators in ripley mississippi said that voice belonged to the alleged driver is it alleged it is mark hall in the video the children swerve out of the way of the driver who then comments quote stupid n-word end quote we saw very much a scene replicating this in a certain way but it was a group when one what is his name from stranger things billy was driving down and he saw them and he tried to run them down with the fucking car and then you know what what the what the hell 
is wrong with these people these kids is just minding their own damn business and they have to worry about people thinking that they're in grand theft auto and their lives are so invaluable that they award themselves fictional points just in the the idea of murdering them children for the only crime being black let that sink in passengers aboard an american airlines flight were stuck on hot planes in a nearly six hour delay on sunday afternoon prompting complaints and panic attacks from those aboard i would be furious so i hope someone is gonna get paid in that lawsuit hell i hope everyone is american basketball star Brittany griner testified in a russian court on wednesday in a case that has turned her into an unlikely pawn in a diplomatic tussle between russia and the united states as the war in ukraine has created the deepest rift between the two superpowers since the end of the cold war she faces 10 years and claims she wasn't explained her rights i think that statement is a little exploitive explosive um I'm, I, 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 look i feel bad for her but at the same time i would never ever consent to giving russia anyone for britney grinder i that's one of those things where it's you made a choice it was the wrong choice it should have just been a slap on the wrist but now it's 10 years because you're in russia don't 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 do it don't don't do it this tuesday japan executed tomohiro kato also known as the aki habara killer 14 years to 14 years after he rammed into the uh aki habara electric town shopping hub with a truck killing three in the act he then went on a stabbing rampage killing four more and leaving eight others injured jeez i'm surprised he wasn't executed immediately that's usually how in the movies anyway i see japan rolling uh varadamia zelensky and his wife alina zelenska have graced the cover of vogue something many feel has crossed the line into vanity territory amid the ongoing war i don't think so i think that he's trying all he can to appeal to western society for more political clout interest and support in the war because americans are fickle motherfuckers and we we worship celebrity more than anything so that makes a whole lot of sense to me politically <laughs> this is how you keep the west interested at least their people uk prime minister boris johnson resigned from his position with some unusual words to remember cnn's gene moose tried to decode how his one-liner them's the breaks (laughs) 
was relevant and i'm like nah he was he was talking hood talk dims the brakes it's over this is when it stops it stops right now i actually think that's pretty damn gangsta we are going to leave on a positive note nick bostick saw flames inside an indiana home in the middle of the night he pulled over and ran inside to help bostick is now being held as a hero for saving the lives of five people bostick a local hopefully i'm saying his name right bostick or bostick a local pizza delivery driver said he drove past the house and saw flames around 12 30 a.m he didn't know who owned or lived in the home but sprang into action bostick ran around the back of the two-story home and opened the back door he said he started to think the house was empty until four people heard him and ran to him he then led them outside and asked if anyone was left they said there's a six-year-old left in there so i went back inside he told hosts bill hammer and dana perino it scared me a lot he said but then i started hearing kaylani's cry i found her and i carried her snug fitting my arms up the stairs Bossa said he broke a window on the second floor with no hesitation no thinking the poor little girl the thing she said was i don't want to go through the window but we went through the window and i have seen the police lafayette police department footage of this and he genuinely was i mean he fucked himself up he got burned he was going through adrenaline and these were children these were babies and even when he got out he his concern was not for himself his concern was the idea that that child got hurt in any way like is she burned is she not is she safe is she breathing that was his concern and that truly is a heartwarming story because he even said like i basically kind of just went into movie mode <laughs> you know I, I i picked up what i learned from movies and shit and i just thought that's the best way to help the situation is what i know and uh yeah he definitely earned the moniker hero that concludes news let's move over to gossip the witcher season three halts production after henry cavill contracts wait for it covid <laughs> sadly actor and star of goodfellows paul servino dies at 83 and howard kleinberg which some may know i didn't know of top chef fame also died this week from a heart attack so r.i.p to both men chris is it kimo always say camacho i don't know why that is but he joins news station says he never lied about helping brother in first interview since firing and it's one of those things that i genuinely don't care about 
if he did or didn't do it i still love me some chris <laughs> that doesn't invalidate everything he did is what i'm saying once again i am still figuring out the person that i am but it's definitely not <laughs> and then he said camp something that did infuriate me personally is the mini fans on twitter using the hashtag uh recast t'challa they believe that chadwick bozeman would have wanted the character to be recast pointing to statements uh that the late actor's brother had the point of it is is that the mcu franchise and kevin feige specifically committed to never recast t'challa and i am a hundred percent behind him in this decision because it does feel a little disrespectful because he very much made an impression to so many young black children that to say anyone else can just fill that role feels disingenuous and i feel like the people who are jumping on this bandwagon are those quote-unquote woke folks which there is another video out there that i recently discovered oh i'm gonna i'm gonna find it but it's this youtube channel and he's making fun of <laughs> the supposed woke culture he'd be bringing up so many facts because as i saw in the comment section there's one person put i can't believe any black people would be involved in this particular protest but there are unfortunately so i i find that to be completely like coming out of that this week seeing so much positivity and then you have that because you just have to have those that want to bring it or take it there and i'm glad that a lot of the people around the cast are are not to be bothered by that not being sucked in prosecutors in spain said friday they would ask a court to sentence colombian pop star shakira to eight years and two months in prison if she is convicted in her expected trial for alleged tax fraud the indictment details six charges against shakira the singer this week rejected a settlement deal offered by prosecutors opting to go to trial instead and those are the last infamous thoughts before anyone thinks to go and dispute their ticket at court so you get nothing you lose good day sir jane fonda 84 opens up on solo sex life as she says women get better in bed with age because they know what they want and i cannot more heartily concur because this did come up on my timeline will smith came out and said look my wife wasn't instigating it me and chris have history and it was about my manhood and it was wrong and that he was good friends with tony rock but said the damage is likely irreparable but i fucked up chris came out and said he wasn't a victim and quite frankly after roe versus wade being overturned oh my god who the hell cares i know it's the media that's doing this type of 
you know, because they're asking the questions or maybe they did go to the publicist and decided they wanted to issue statements. Either way, it does feel as if both of them are talking about a, something that happened like months ago while everyone else is talking about the current thing. <laughs> like there's an argument going on and then people bring up old shit like what that got to do with right, right now? Finally, because I did enjoy this, this interview, we all know those that have not been living under a rock <laughs> that house of dragon the prequel to game of thrones is coming out soon which means i'm gonna have to hear people nauseatingly say they've been not screwing this up like the last season of game of thrones granted i don't think any of them need any any lead way to, to that conversation you could be talking about mars attacks and they'll bring that shit up but there was an interview with the showrunner Ryan Condell on the set of House of Dragons in December where he talks about the Targaryen clan and their infamous not rival but rival in power which are House Valerian. Now I have read through <laughs> this damn book halfway and i need to re-listen re, re to it because i have it on audiobook before the season comes out so i'm barely aware of these houses i will probably be promptly and i've been meaning to read it for a while and i got halfway through and i just just stopped it's a lot it's a lot of information so it is going to introduce house valerian a storied medieval family just as ancient as the silver silver haired dragon riders the books describe them generally as having the pale skin, silver hair, and purple eyes. Uh, but Ryan Condell and Miguel Sapochnik, the two showrunners of the new series, tweaked their origins in order to include more people of color among the cast. Quote, the world is very different now than it was 10 years ago when Game of Thrones all started. It's different than 20 years ago when Peter Jackson made Lord of the Rings. And we still only got like one or two people of color in that prequel. I'm, I'm side-eyeing. These types of stories need to be more inclusive than they traditionally have been. It was very important for Miguel and I to create a show that was not another bunch of white people on the screen, just to put it very bluntly. Kondo so says it was an iterate, iterative process that led to the decision to make House Valerian a house of noble black seafarers. The wealthiest family in Westeros apart from the crown. According to Kondo, Martin had once toyed with the idea of making the Valerians a house of black nobles in his books. Okay! I have two sides of my angel and devil speaking about this. Because on one hand, Martin could totally have said, quote, long, long ago when he was conceiving of this world, uh, he had considered the idea of making the Valerians a race of black people with silver hair that essentially came from the other side of the ocean and conquered Westeros. Um, he couldn't really have that idea when he was writing it, but he didn't. And also, <laughs> you can say whatever you want that's politically correct in the moment to support whatever the fuck it is like no one's gonna know so on one hand that is an endorsement from the writers 
just so those naysayers can be like you ain't being woke but on the other hand they might be right <laughs> but it doesn't does it really matter it's it's what's canon doesn't matter if you believe <laughs> the story being told i believe condell when he said that's a fascinating idea and that always really stuck with me because it's such a stark image i just thought well why couldn't we do a version of that now he continues didn't want to do he didn't want to do it in a way that felt like it was an afterthought or worse tokenism they also wanted to avoid the recurring image of people of color showing up in fantasy sagas as pirate slaves and mercenaries (laughs) very very nice so yeah give us some prestige why do we always have to play the same even if we do get a role we gotta play the same type of role you ain't gonna be part of the main plot or you gonna be you assist the side characters you're not in your own right on equal playing field with that so i that's one thing that really got me to be quite frank into i was gonna watch it anyway but i wasn't gonna watch it right away if i didn't know about that racial change now i'm being very blunt in saying that and i bet a whole bunch of black people are thinking the exact same thing because we want to be represented we want not only just represented represented in a positive in a in a great fashion a part of a huge series why not how many people are going to read though if you're really that attached to the book that you bet that all of the characters are only successful if they're white then you need to really think about (laughs) right it's like if i had a whole and then i know that's always the flip side well how would you feel if there was because someone said this in the comment too like if uh they did a whole slavery movie and they just changed the people to white i was like maybe they should do that maybe then (laughs) you'll empathize (laughs) if you see yourself in that particular role (laughs) you might start to pick up on some shit oh it's like a bald move making the comment that someone wrote in like i'm starting to now that i see the humans being treated terribly i'm now starting to feel bad for the robots it's like why do you need it to be like that what what show you've been watching pal and how are you not getting how did how only can you being seen in the way in which you can see yourself uh can you empathize with someone that's that's part of the issue of right now so part of the issue of right now here are 10 random facts that you can throw around shuffling your brain and regurgitate out to feel like you are smart (laughs) number one an average individual's mind wanders 30 percent of the time i i very much hung on to that average because i know mine is way higher than 30 percent number two during the seven minutes of neural activity you will have before dying you will see your memories in a dreamlike pattern this is also described as life flashing before your eyes and i didn't know it was tied to a scientific fact and i felt like i should have so this was something i learned as well today and i thought it was rather poetically beautiful the idea that the last seven minutes that you will ever remember as a person are memories so you better have a good ass life because the memories can be awfully fucking terrifying if they don't (laughs) 
So why you want to? You don't know which one minute she gonna get in those seven minutes. But I bet you they're gonna be the most, the most uh, prominent ones, the ones that are so viscerally attached to you. And it's some comfort though that you don't go, like you dissolve into your memories. If life is my life memories, that's some Westworld shit right there. Number three, food prepared by someone else tastes much better than your own preparation, even when you use the same recipe. I can believe that. Number four, shy people tell others very little about themselves, but they do it in quite a manner that makes other individuals believe they know them better than they actually do. Number five, our brain size has decreased by 10% since we were hunter-gatherers. Number six, people would rather change the truth then change their views about people. Number seven, we're the most imaginative in the night and least creative in the day. Yet that is when we have most of our jobs. Number eight, between or people between the ages of 18 and 33 are the highest percentage to have depression in the world. They ask you how you are, you just have to say that you're fine when you're not really fine, but you just can't get into it because they would never understand. Number nine, women have half as many pain receptors on their bodies as males, but they have a much greater threshold for pain. And if anyone could uh, guess why that is, give yourself a pat on the back. Number 10, emotional pain is remembered better than actual pain, which has a greater influence on your behavior. That pretty much checks out. Bonus fact, you're conditioned to enjoy the songs you've most listened to in high school. And that is 100% facts because people be asking me, you ain't heard that song? I'm like, uh, I'm still stuck in 1990 and early 2000s. That concludes this week's episode of the Jones Chronicles. If you have comments, questions, concerns, thoughts, opinions, put those down below or you can send a email to blackgirlcouch at gmail.com. My social media will be there as well. Remember to like, share, and subscribe. And until the next time, peace, hair grease, and black girl magic.